Hello everyone and welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires. I'm so excited that you decided to join me today. Listen, in lesson one, I talk, episode one, I talked about love. In episode two, I talked about forgiveness. And in episode three, we're going to talk about pride. I believe pride is the enemy of the believer because pride affects our two most important relationships in this world. Our relationship with God and our relationship with our fellow man. We're going to have a quick word of prayer and we're going to jump right into the lesson. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time of Bible study, this time of reflection and the time of understanding. We pray you'll put your spirit upon me, Father God, and open heart of of me and the listeners, Father God, that we can be fruitful, that we can grow, that we can add to our faith, the knowledge and the virtue and the things that we need to better serve you and better serve our fellow man, Father God. If there's any pride present in our life, Father God, we pray you reveal it now that we can walk right, talk right, turn from those ways and be your servants in the earth. Amen. Pride is natural. All human beings have it. But however, it's not always a positive character trait. Now, I'm not talking about the pride you have in your team or the pride you have in your country or the pride you have in accomplishing a goal because you ran a marathon or you lost weight, whatever it may be. I'm talking about that pride that God looks down upon, that makes us selfish, that makes us condemned, that makes us judge, that makes us unrepentant. That type of pride is what God does not like, and it really greatly affects us. Listen, pride is a condition of the heart, and if it's not removed from us as believers, it will destroy us, our relationship with God, and it will destroy the people around us. The word pride has a great big I right in the middle. Just know when you hear the word I. Pride may not be far away. Listen, how does pride affect our relationship with God? Pride makes us exalt our thoughts, our feelings, our ideas, and our desires over everything, even above God. That's how Satan got in trouble. He tried to exalt himself above God. And anytime we move the way we want to, after the conviction of the Holy Spirit, after we've heard the word, even after someone has showed us our error, we're exalting ourselves, our mindset above others and even above God if it's in rebellion. And that's a dangerous place to be. Let's look at Isaiah 14 verses 12 through 15. And we'll see how Satan, who is the originator of pride, fell from his position in the heavens. It says, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregations in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heaven, above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Wow. Listen to all those I statements that Satan made. He began to push his agenda and his mindset above that of God. So let's be careful when we're showing ourselves and we realize that some pride is rising up in us. Let's be careful that we're not exalting ourselves and pushing ourselves above what God has said and even above what the, 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 the thoughts and desires of other people. All right. So listen, we have to be very careful because like I said, pride affects our relationship with God because God hates it. Because pride makes us boast, pride makes us condemn, and pride makes us unrepentant. All right? Let's look at a couple of scriptures of what God said about pride in Proverbs. 
Proverbs 8 and 13 says, the fear of Jehovah is to hate evil. I hate pride and loftiness. So God makes a distinction right there. If you're lofty, you're pride, you're high minded, God hates it. And we never want to be in this position where God hates something because he hated sin, but he sent Jesus that we may know him. So we don't want to get back in war with God because we're walking in pride. All right? And Proverbs 16, 18 through 19, it says, Pride go before destruction and a harsh, haughty spirit before fall. It is better to be humble be a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the pride. So God warns us when we're walking in pride and self-righteousness and arrogance, a fall could be not far from us. So let's be careful and be humble uh, than divide the spoil with the pride. Another one says in Romans 29 and 23, I mean in Proverbs 29, 23 says, a man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble spirit. Understand this, pride is not going to last, going to let you be on top forever. I remember many years ago when Mike Tyson won his first fight when he beat uh, the Sphinx guy. We were watching it with a family friend. And Mike Tyson began to talk about how great he was and how he could, you know, he was going to be, he was the best ever in the world. And the lady was a Christian and she said, he won't be on top long because he's boasting. He's too prideful. And as a kid, I never, I didn't understand it. I just kind of blew her off. But it wasn't long before Mike Tyson took a fall. And he took a great fall. And he's not the only man. All over for eternity, since this world has begun, we've seen great men and women fall. And pride was at the root of their fall. Listen, pride keeps us from being, from repenting. It makes us unrepentant. And that's why it affects our relationship with God. Because God shows us mercy. God shows us love. And if we refuse to repent, we are in a bad space. Let's look at what Romans chapter 2 verses um, 4 and 5 says. Verse 4 says, Or deepest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. But after the hardness and impenitent heart treasures of thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteousness of judgment of God. So listen, God is showing, doing good things, showing us mercy and, and, and loving us in spite of ourselves. And that leads us to repentance. But when you don't see the goodness of God and recognize it, you become unrepentant and your heart can't be penetrated. And now you actually, you're, 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 you're saving, you're, you're making yourself available to the wrath of God because your heart is not changed. And that only happens because of pride. Pride will never allow you to see where you really stand. When you're in error, when you need correction, you won't see it because of pride and you can begin to destroy relationships friendships you'll lose jobs all these things a lot of time happen because of pride we lose jobs you know we we lose friendships because we wouldn't allow ourselves just to take a little down to take down to be humble and let the lord fight our battle but uh, let's slow down a little bit listen pride destroys our relationships with our fellow man pride is the root of all strife Pride causes us to fight with one another because no one is willing to take down. No one is willing to say, okay, I'm sorry, you got it, I'll change. 
Listen, Proverbs 13 and 10 says, only by pride come a contention. Listen to that. Only by pride come a contention. So any fights, any strife, any any disagreements, any arguments, they are linked and laced with pride. So be very careful when you're arguing, when you're disagreeing with somebody, when there's a conflict, we want you to pray and begin to think, is my pride causing this conflict? Is my pride causing this contention? And begin to begin to change something if the thing, if the problems are with us. Listen, pride is the enemy of reconciliation. Pride is the end, enemy of friendship. Listen, pride will always make you think someone is getting over on you, or someone is taking advantage of you. So anytime something happens, you're going to look for to defend yourself. That's because of pride. Pride will never let you take down or lose a fight. Pride won't let you suffer anything. And some of the things we go through. Maybe God trying to change us and make us and mold us after his will. But pride makes you fight the process of God, especially when it happens through the hands of people. Pride makes us always want to win the argument. Pride makes us always believe that we must be right and that we are right in every situation. And pride never allows God through the work of his Holy Spirit to fix any situation, to bring vengeance, or even to change us. Ah, uh, listen at that. When sometimes there's a situation that happens, there's an argument, there's an offense that could that, that that and things can't be worked out. Oftentimes it's because we won't allow God to fix the situation. Our pride says, I gotta give them a piece of my mind, I gotta straighten them out, I gotta tell them about themselves. You know who I am. They're not going to do this to me. And that, that doesn't allow God to move in a situation that when someone has moved wrong against you, they can now let God work in their hearts and they can begin to say, you know what? You know, I'm sorry. Yesterday I said this to you. Yesterday I did. I'm sorry. I was wrong. But when we don't allow God to fix the situation, we go fight. We go try to be the Holy Ghost. We go try to change someone and make them see their error. And oftentimes, we make things much worse. We make the situation even more irreconcilable. All right? Pride makes us always seek vengeance and never give mercy. Listen, pride will keep us from being able to receive or give, receive or give from other people. A lot of times, people want to do stuff for you, and your pride will just make you say, I don't take nothing from nobody. I don't need nothing from nobody. And that's those prize like those words like that keeps us from having good relationships and it keeps people from doing the things they love. There are people that you come in contact with that love to do great things, that love to be kind, that love to be merciful. But by you walking in pride, you don't allow them to do what they do. And you'll never begin to see and receive the love and grace that God has for you. Oh, and pride will not let you hear correction. Oh, anytime correction is needed. Pride is and pride is gonna be right there trying to not let you hear it. Pride is gonna be like, no, nah, you, you you're right. You're right in the situation. You okay? It's them that's wrong. See, pride will always make you point at other people instead of looking at yourself. Uh, pride will never allow you to see your faults. It will only let you see the faults of other people. You hear that? It will only let you see the fault of other people. That's why um, God warns us in Matthew 7 about judging. Let's look at Matthew 7, verses 1 through 5. It says, Judge not that ye be not judged. 
For what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest the mote that is in thy brother eye, but consider not the beam that's in thy own eye? Or wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thy own eye? Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thy own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of their brother's eye. Look at that. That's pride. You're trying to fix someone else, and you can't even fix yourself. You can't even recognize the fault in you. So let's be very, very careful when we start pointing fingers. I think the old saying is when you point one finger, there's four, three pointing back to you. So understand that pride is always going to be showing people their faults, showing people themselves, but it may not ever show you you. Listen to what Romans 2 says, and watch how Paul alert, how pride alerts on us. Romans 2, first verse says, Therefore thou art an excusable old man, whosoever thou art that judgest. For wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judgest doeth the same thing. Ah, you doeth the same thing. But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. So look, he said, look, you're an excuse. You're without excuse. You're judging someone else and you're doing the same thing. But that's what pride gets us at. If we look at the story of David and Bathsheba, when Nathan comes to David and tells, Nathan, tells David the story about the man that had a sh one sheep and another man had plenty of sheep and he killed the sheep. He took the man's sheep that only had one and, you know, gave it to a friend or whatever. David was indignant. You have to look, check out the story in your own time. The story of David and Nathan. But David was indignant said the man was worthy of death. And then Nathan said, David, you're the man. You're the man that took advantage of some of the less fortunate. You're the man that abused your power. You're the man that did wrong. And David immediately immediately felt sorrowful but his pride didn't let him see where he was he was ready to judge and condemn all the while he had been walking in error in front of the people of God so understand this pride is not going to let you see your wrong understand that anytime somebody's showing you something you're kicking against it when somebody's trying to show you something and tell you something trying to bring correction even when the Holy Spirit is convicting you and the word is being brought forth and you're kicking against it understand pride is there listen pride is what got Cain in trouble you know when, when God told when Cain was upset about the sacrifice that God didn't receive his sacrifice God said listen if you had offered a better one would not have accepted it. But Cain could see that. All he could see that he, he brought his sacrifice and his brother brought his sacrifice and God accepted Abel's but did not accept his. And that pride was lurking at his door. God said him sin is at your door. And he killed his brother all because of pride. And now we're not killing people ourselves physically but we may kill people with our words because of pride. We're because of self-righteousness, because of our arrogance, we begin to kill people with our words. We begin to cut people off. We want to extend grace and mercy. And that is a result of pride. Listen, pride will not let you love one another. 
The Bible says a new command I've given to you to love one another as I have loved you. The Bible says love thy neighbors as yourself and love God with our whole heart, mind, and soul. But pride will not let you love your neighbor as, as yourself. Pride will not let you be patient. Pride will let not, not let you be kind. Pride will not let you be long-suffering. Pride will not, pride will keep it a record of wrong. Pride, pride will vaunt itself up. Pride will rejoice in evil and not in good. Pride will not bear all things. Pride will not endure all things. But love will. Love will endure all things. Love will bear all things. Love is patient. Love is kind. Forgive the misorder. But love never fails. But pride stops. Pride will cease. Pride will destroy. But love doesn't do those things. So pride doesn't let you love. Pride doesn't let you reconcile relationships. Pride don't let you forgive. Pride never lets you forgive because it wants vengeance and justice. Look, I've heard it said this way. We spend our lives building this character who we are. We, we, we educate it. We feed it. We, we um, accomplish things with it. And then when someone says anything against this person, this being that we created, first of all, it's nothing like God. It's all flesh. But we create this, this image and this person by itself. And when anybody comes against this image that we created, anybody moves against it, we're going to fight them. We want judgment. We want to condemn. And it's all based on pride. And you know how I know it's pride? The first thing you say is, you're not going to talk to me like that. Do they know who I am? Do they know who I am? Do they know what I've done for them? But that's pride. But we got to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God that we can be exalted. And so pride won't let you forgive and move past errors or offenses. Look, you remember the story we talked about last week in Matthew 18, 21-35? Where the man had been forgiven such a great debt, but then he went out and saw his fellow servant that only owed, owed him a small amount of money, and he began to put his hands around his throat and choke him. And when the man begged for mercy, he would not give him mercy, even though he had received mercy. That's pride. Pride makes us walk arrogantly and strut around proudly, Probably like we've never done anything wrong in our life. Like we've never offended anyone. Like we've never deserved judgment. But the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God that came through Jesus Christ is eternal life. We've received the gift of God. We've received the mercy. But yet now we're unforgiving. That's all based on pride. You know, I've said a lot today. But I know, and I know you may be searching yourself, and you may even be convicted, as I am convicted, where my, where, for having pride. But now that we know we have pride, there's a few things we're going to do we can get out of here. We're going to repent. We're going to thank God for showing us our error. We're going to thank God for being merciful and kind to us when we were walking in pride and arrogance and self-righteousness. And we're going to repent. We're going to turn from our wicked ways. We're going to turn from that mindset. And we're going to be better going forward. We're going to love. We're going to forgive. We're going to be repenting. We're going to be humble before God that we can be pleasing in His sight. Listen, we're going to continue to humble ourselves among the, um, under the mighty hand of God. He will exalt us. Don't worry about if anybody's getting over on you. Don't worry about if anybody's taking advantage of you. Understand this. There is nothing that can happen to you that God hasn't seen and that God cannot rectify. God is your vengeance, redeemer. God is your confidence. So put your confidence in him. God is not unrighteous. He doesn't sit and watch things happen and not handle it. 
God is not unrighteous, but he doesn't do the things in our timing, but he will deal with it. So don't let pride make you feel like you're getting taken over, that somebody's doing something to you. Just be humble, trust God, and, and believe him. And listen, put no confidence in your flesh. Pride makes us boast in ourselves. Pride makes us boast in who we are. But understand this, now that we recognize pride, we're going to say to ourselves, in my flesh, dwells no good thing. So let me examine my motives. Let me examine my actions. Let me examine my mindset to make sure it's not full of pride. Understand this. We can't do this on our own. It's not by our power. It's not by our might, but it's by your spirit, said the Lord of hosts. Listen, we're living in Christ. He is not far from us. It is in him we live and move and have our being. You know, the scripture says we're seated with him in heavenly places. The scripture also says we're dead and our life is here with Christ in God. So we're wrapped up and tied up in Christ. We're clothed in his righteousness. We have his spirit dwelling inside and we're living and moving in him. And in that, we can walk humbly. In that, we can take joy. In that, we can be confident in the finished work of Jesus Christ that we can make it through this thing. And lastly, we're going to change our thinking. We're going to constantly cast on high things and imaginations that exalt itself above the knowledge of God. And we're going to bring every thought into the obedience of Jesus Christ. We're not going to let our minds take us down a road when, when trouble happens. We're not going to let our mind make us prideful and boastful, but we're going to think of the things that are pure and lovely and just of a good report, and our mind is going to be on Christ. We're going to have the position that Christ had. We're going to have the mind of Christ. We're going to put on the armor of God. We're going to put on the helmet of salvation and keep our mind. We're going to keep our mind stayed on Christ that we can have perfect peace. And when we do that, we will walk effectively, we'll love effectively, and we'll do what God has us to do. Listen, pride is dangerous. And if you walk in pride, you're walking like Satan. When you walk in pride, you'll be unf you won't forgive and you'll be wicked. When you walk in pride, you'll be condemning and judging one another. And that's not what we want to do because we believe here that love never fails. We believe here that we should love one another as Christ has loved us. So I encourage you today as you go forth, listen to this word, continue to pray, ask God to continue to reveal himself to you day by day, moment by moment, that you can be humble servants of God doing his will. I love you and I thank you and I can't wait till you join me next time. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.